bring it. Here, before we get to all the post Academy Awards fun, it was uh, a big night for sure. Um, I, big I'm night gonna, for Hollywood. I'm going to give a little pledge to Jody for this week, Sam. Well, a commitment I need to make to Jody. The furniture polish. <laughs> I have. No. No, what are you talking about? No, what? it's it's funny because uh, this happened to me. It happened to me when I was on the phone with you Friday. And then it also it seems like within the last week, I've done this to you twice when you and I have spoken on the phone where I have oh, gotten yeah. lost and completely distracted in something totally unrelated. I almost, this is so funny that you said this because you called me the other day when I was still at work and Sam was sitting right next to me and I almost said something to Sam about it. You know, just a, can you believe he does that? But I, you and I also, we promise each other that we don't do that in our marriage we don't talk about each other to other people i don't even know what i mean like here's what here's what happened something caught your eye while you were talking i was driving we were talking and i realized at that moment i didn't have my sunglasses on and so i'm sitting there going where are my sunglasses why i can't find them and that's really annoying for the person on the other end of the phone if you called somebody (sighs) Mm -hmm. stick to the purpose right you do that a lot he will call me murphy will call me and i'll answer and he's like hey and, and then he starts complaining about the person in traffic. Now, this guy over here, da, 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 and I get 30 seconds to a minute on the traffic situation. It's like, <laughs> wait, you called me. What's up? Like, what do you need? I know. You know. That's why I'm making a pledge to you now to say this week I'll stay focused on. I don't think on- this is as serious as needing a pledge. Hmm. No, but but I see how that's annoying. Because then what's going to happen is when I call you, you're going to assume it's annoying, <laughs> right? You just—I so. know that you don't mean to do that, but that is something that's cool that you're catching it because it's no fun for the other person. You call them for a reason. Get to the reason as soon as you can. You ever forget the reason you call after you go off on your tangent? Oh yeah, I've done that too. Right. <laughs> that's was, when he calls Ju- back. That's when Jody says, "Why did you call?" Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> right. Okay, no need for serious pledges, though. But that's okay. really cool that you catch that. I just want you to know I'm trying to be courteous and kind, and there's my little commitment to you on Monday. All right? Courteous, kind commitments. Yeah. Heavy for a Monday. All right, on the way, well, we're going to take you to last night's Academy Awards for yeah. all the big moments, funny things that you may have missed, and the big winners. Coming up next, though, the one thing that we all should add to our nighttime routine that will you know help us sleep better Okay. I'm hoping you do this already. A but facial scrub? Anyway, do that next. All right, what to add to your nighttime routine so that you sleep better? What better time to hear this on a Monday when you're dragging yourself out of bed, right? Well, that's the truth. Okay. And I have this weird thing going on now. Is We get up really early anyway, mm-hmm. but even before we get up now, I cannot go back to sleep. My brain's running. I've never had this happen. I used to be able to sleep right through to the alarm, hit mm. snooze and go, but I, I'm not sleeping good now. Yeah, oh, see, sorry. like if I'm in my last 30 minutes before the alarm, it, it's over with. Yeah, because you start thinking about the day. Yeah, and I try to convince myself, dude, it's 30 minutes. That would be awesome. You so know? I'm all open to whatever's going to help. Okay, um, you do this already, which is nice. Um, I, I, I like to take a shower before I go to bed, too. But supposedly there are people who only shower in the morning and then they go to bed at night and they shower again in the, the next morning. It helps you to sleep better if you shower before going to bed. Maybe not immediately, like they say, like an hour or 90 minutes before bed. Yeah. It helps cool your body, and being cooled down to a lower temperature body temp is what helps you sleep better. That's why you can't sleep in a hot room. Okay. It needs to be a cooler. That's, That's why you stick your foot out of the um, covers, Yeah, because you're trying to naturally 
cool your body temperature. Does this only work for a shower, though? Because Oh, Mr. Bath over here. Well, I mean, Sam. I got that big bathtub. I like hopping in that before I think bedtime. it means bath also. Okay. It means That is funny. That's such a total difference between me and Sam. I am not a bath person at all. I'm a shower person. I cannot do the bathtub. Oh, man, it's awesome. You get some bubble bath. You bring Alexa in there. Mm. Oh, you talk to Alexa while you're in the bathtub. No, I don't talk to I her. It. I bring her in there and say, play this music. That's talking yeah. to her. I get it. I well, get I mean, it. I don't converse and say, how was your day today, yeah. Alexa? Alexa's you know I mean? like his DJ. No, yeah. I think a bath does count. Whatever works for you, bath or shower. But it does help lower your body temperature. Mm-hmm. To me, it makes my skin feel clean, which when I slide under the covers, that feels yeah. better to me. Yeah, I agree yeah. with so that. I never knew it was about that, but it's also <laughs> about your body temperature. And they, they that, that thing of when you take your foot out from under the covers and just put one foot above, that's also about body temperature. Yeah. I used to think it was comfort, but it's cooling yourself. Yeah, that makes neat? sense. Yeah. So take your shower at least an hour before you bed. So we should Boom. add that to our routine. Good news. You're right. I already do that. You do, Mr. Clean. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. If you didn't have the three hours last night, that's okay. I did. <laughs> Take you to the Academy Awards, Hollywood's biggest night with those big winners, the funnies, you know, from yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel and all the best moments. Coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Ah, uh, the Academy Awards last night definitely won for the record books because of a big fat mistake at the end of yeah. it. You, you know, it's funny. Jody was having so much trouble keeping her eyes open by that point because it was, you know, it was pretty late. late. Yeah. And there you go. I'm the so, I mean, the, and, and now this morning, uh, Price Waterhouse is taking, you know, the blame, I guess, for the mix up. As they should. I mean, you don't want Warren Beatty to have to own this. He actually did stop and go, what really happened here? So in case you didn't know, here's the update. The people and the whole cast and crew from La La Land are on stage accepting Best Picture. Because they were after announced Warren Best Beatty Picture winner. announced them Best Picture. Damien Chazelle, we're standing on your shoulders. We lost, by the way, but, you know. Guys, guys, I'm sorry. No, there's a mistake. There's a mistake. Moonlight, you got on Best Picture. Moonlight won. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight has won Best Picture. That's where the crowd realizes it. And it was such an awkward moment where all the La La Land people got off of the stage. I was watching Emma Stone because I liked her dress a lot. And so (laughs) I was literally watching Emma Stone and you could see from the behind the... The crowd, she was going, what? Oh, my God. Her vo- her mouth was mouth- mouthing, oh, my God. And so I thought, something's going on. And then that's what happened. Yeah. So then Warren Beatty steps back up to explain what happened. Warren, what did you do? Jimmy. I want to tell you what happened. I opened the envelope, and it said, Emma Stone, La La Land. That's why I took such a long look at Faye. And at you, I wasn't trying to be funny. <laughs> well, you were funny. That Thank was you. Very much. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Price Waterhouse has apologized today. Yeah. Issued a real statement to everybody involved for giving the wrong category envelope to Warren Beatty. Yeah, I don't know. Has that ever happened in the history of the Oscars? No, I don't ever remember that being a problem. Such a an awkward, awkward yes. moment. But you know what? They were brave enough to just handle it right then and there. Thank goodness they realized it right then and there. I'm glad they stepped up and admitted that because, you know, be, being Warren Beatty, I thought, oh, yeah, come on. yeah. Way to go, Warren. You were ready to Steve Harvey <laughs> it and blame Warren Beatty. Yeah, that's right. And he did fine. In fact, right. I love that he came back and said, wait, here's what actually happened. Thank right. goodness they realized it before the telecast was over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
So later on this morning, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider, more highlights from the night, including it felt like watching Late Night with Jimmy Kimmel. Did it not? All that on the way. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, who here had their identity stolen this weekend, and Mm. what are we going to do about it? And it's almost like we're having our own Oscars party this morning. So more from the last night's uh, big festivities, in case you missed all three-plus hours. Uh, and anything that you missed that we recap this morning, you can also catch on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Before we get back to that, Producer David, I heard you telling Sam something that happened this weekend, and I am so sorry to hear it. Did what you happened? get identity thieved? <laughs> Thief. Like, what, what happened? Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. No, that okay. happened to Producer Emily years ago. You know that? Former Producer uh, Emily. Well, it's not a producer problem. Like, it's not... <laughs> They're out for all of us. Uh-huh. It's never happened to me, so I need to learn. From- well, this, this is the first time it's happened to me too. So okay. I, I was so unprepared. Like I know this happens; it's life. But like I never once it actually happens to you. It's like it's a pain, wh- wh- right? Where do you go? Like what do I do? And I, I just found out this morning. I, you know, I was checking my bank app. Just you know, I do it every now <coughs> and then to see how I'm doing with money nice. wise. Okay. And I noticed there is a lot of money that I didn't realize I'd spent. And I'm like, that's weird. So I click on it. Part A. Look at my transactions, right. and I'm like, well. Someone's been using my card in a city not here, like okay. somewhere, Whoa. yeah, Whoa. like 200 miles away. Okay. I'm like, awesome. Someone had a really fun weekend. So I'm if you looking... had not checked your bank app, you wouldn't have known? No. I mean, I do. I check that all the time, but I mean, huh. now I'm, it's very convenient. So I never were, check. Were they doing the stealth things? Because a lot of times now when this happens, they don't spend a lot of money because they don't want to be flagged. They it, spend it on things like fuel and uh-huh. dinners. And... I about to say they went, well, the 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 smallest amount that they spent was $1.50 on a Coke. The Boom. most expensive was $86 at Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And then it was $15 to park here, $25 to park yes, there. that's stealth. They went eat at some seafood place for $65. They went to a market for $24. And they had a good weekend. Nice. Overall, they racked up over $375. Whoa! Of David's and, look, and I guess it could be worse. So, did you cancel your card this yes. morning? Oh, good, good. Immediately, okay. like Sam was the first one to ask. He's like, "What's wrong?" Because I ran out the studio this morning. And I got here. <laughs> I mean, I'm I, sorry. I'm not was, laughing. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> it's settled now. Like the card's been canceled and everything, and I'm going to get my money credited back to me as they investigate. Yes, right. Good, good. Do you, how, is there any way to ever know how it got stolen? Like how they got your info? I have no idea, man. That's, that's what I hate because okay. Sam was telling me about when it happened to him. Uh, didn't you say you're getting gas or something? Yeah, I had gas, and then 20 minutes later, there were charges popping up everywhere. That's what I'm wondering if that's m- might have been the same case for me. Uh oh. Okay, so you know what? Lesson here: check your bank app. Don't buy gas. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam's the food dude. It's a sad day today, Jody. We're gonna have Why? to say goodbye to Taco Bell's naked chicken chalupa. Oh, that was fast. I know. <laughs> Bring it. Have a really fun, exclusive Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast coming up after the show today. Uh, it's it's all about the Oscars, dun, 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 and so we're going to go into you know something exclusive that you'll get to enjoy by being a subscriber on iTunes, and that's coming up after the show. But of course, we have another full... And you're not going to miss a thing. Anything that happened on the Oscars last night, Jody's covering that coming up. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. Taco Bell is getting rid of that new thing they just added last month, the naked chicken chalupa. <laughs> You know what's weird wait, about wait, wait, that? Just sounds, you said it sounded like a dance. And Sam <laughs> had talked about this thing for months. It, yeah. We knew about it longer than it actually lasted. Yeah, they, well, that means it didn't what happen. They actually have tested it for two years now at different restaurants around the country. I don't know, because all the Taco Bell is saying is, we told you it would be for a limited time only, but I mean, 
Okay, did you eat months. one? No, I haven't. Then boom, there's oh, well, your answer. It's coming out. It's, you're going away in March. Market so analysis go, done. I, I thought you had some sort of VIP connection, something where you would get text messages and Ooh, you could go it in, a, in a window. Bell. and Put that on that, your dating profile. None of that happened. No, I didn't. It's okay. You know what? You know why? Because every time we ever mention the words Taco Bell to, well, the kids and Murphy, all they want are the Doritos tacos things. That's all they want. Oh, really? Like they want a box of them. They you sell know, it like that. I was something. a Taco Supreme guy back in the day, but now I'm all about the Dos Doritos. Dos Doritos. Doritos Los Doritos Locos Tacos. Yeah. That's why Sam's the food dude. What's really funny is I'm about them, but I haven't had one in months. Yeah. Boom. Um, got some new uh, Oreos coming this year. They actually put out three or four at one time. And you know with these Oreo... They're doing <laughs> These Oreo stories, you can tell you, you got to dig into these because some people will just, you know, mock them up with photoshopped they're like hey look at kind of oreo and it's not real but oh really they're faking new flavors mm-hmm. really uh, but but oreo is coming out this year with a waffles and syrup oreo no because uh, they've got to be sweeter than yeah. they already uh, mississippi mud pie oreo which sounds pretty right, good i'll try that now we're talking uh a jelly donut oreo and the no. white the white cream in the middle is going to have the jelly inside the white cream mm. and this and oh this is this has got to be july 4th uh fireworks oreo and oh, it's yeah. going to have Pop Rock candy in the cream inside. So when you bite into the Oreo... Oh, it'll snap and crackle on you. Well, that's cute. It's yeah. never that's ending. Cute. They're going to have their own aisle. Yes. Ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. And those are real, not fake? Those are real. I would say stick with the red velvets. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. You guys ready to talk more about the Academy Awards from last night? Mm-hmm. The biggest awkward fail moment that's ever happened and how they recovered. And Jimmy Kimmel keeping it casual. That's next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, let's take you to those big Academy Awards from last night. And in case you fell asleep early, <laughs> it's going to be remembered for one thing only. Yeah, <laughs> right at the end. Academy Awards flub of all time. Warren Beatty was given the wrong envelope when announcing Best Picture, and he said La La Land, and the whole cast of La La Land gets on stage and starts doing their acceptance speech, and then wait. That's not what was supposed to happen. Uh, Moonlight, Moonlight actually picture, won. Right. So it was the most awkward moment, but they handled it nicely. They handled a mistake nicely. We'll tell you about more about that later. Right now, let's tell you about, let's talk about Jimmy Kimmel. Um, it, the whole show, to me, felt like watching Late Night with Jimmy Kimmel. I was glad because, in, you know, usually when he gets those little five-second things he can throw in there he, that went on for a little while so it wasn't just little quickies after the monologue right he, they gave him more time yeah in the monologue of course he does what all of those hosts do kind of talk directly to those in the audience the big people of the night he addressed well he picked at mel gibson right away i've been getting a lot of advice people have been telling me it's time to bring everyone together you need to say something to unite us and let's just get something straight off the top I'm not, I can't do that. That's not, there's only one Braveheart in this room, and he's not going to unite us either. Okay? <laughs> no, you look great. I think the Scientology is working. Yeah. Okay, so you know what I mean? That's a, that's a gift to be exactly who you are night after right. night when doing something that big. Yeah. He did a, f- a fabulous job yeah, with that. Yeah, that was what made it work. And it, he made it look like he wasn't nervous. Yeah, Even with the, the mix-up at the end, really threw him off, but he still handled it professionally. And, of I course, thought. he and Matt Damon had that thing. Had that thing going all night where Matt Damon tried to trip him when he was walking down the aisle. And mm-hmm. then, of course, Matt Damon comes out with Ben Affleck to present Best Original Screenplay. And every time Matt 
tried to talk. Well, Jimmy's down with the orchestra. The nominees include a story of two brothers. Oh, my God. you got to be kidding me. Wait, hold on. Wait. Come on. What is with the music? Am I being played off? Seriously? Yeah, you it almost, it's off. a visual. You almost had to see yeah. it because the... the, the <laughs> The orchestra was down below the stage, and the camera moves over, and it's Jimmy Kimmel conducting the orchestra to interrupt Matt. Yes. Uh, oh my gosh, that was so. I love that feud. I hope they continue it forever. Yeah, I love it. It's funny. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider, we'll do that soon, just after seven. Um, how that worst Oscar flub in history happened at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, how it did was the not get mixed up. It was not Warren Beatty's fault. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Got tons of Oscar fun coming up. Oh, that rhymes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Anything that you missed last night is coming up, and then we're going to do a very special post-Oscar uh, after the show podcast today. So go subscribe on iTunes if you haven't, so that you don't miss a thing with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. That's all on the way. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like Jimmy Kimmel's after the Oscar show. Yes. Yeah, just with not few, with all just the stars. With a few less stars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell you a little story that happened this weekend. This is so cute to me. I can't stand it. I don't know if your kids are this way if, if, or if you, you know, pick up on this, Sam. Okay, so Taylor and Phoebe have always been very close, our girls. They're very, they're best friends and arch enemies, <laughs> depending on what day it is and what's going on. And we're lucky about that. With them being three and a half years apart, they're very I mean, close. you never know. Right. And um, so Phoebe, who recently turned 12, got a phone. Mm-hmm. And um, she does exactly what we thought she'd do with it. She texts a few of us, and then she shoots videos. Right. That's how she uses her phone. She sends me pictures. She's way about the emojis. It's very fun. Well, so she um, spent the night with a friend the other night, and I totally expected to get a phone call the next morning. Hey, Mom. Good morning. What are you doing? Because that's who she is. She used to do that. Mm -hmm. She used to use the mom's phone and call. I hear Taylor the next morning in in her room on the phone Taylor's never on the phone unless it's like a FaceTime right they don't actually talk on the phone Phoebe didn't call me Phoebe didn't call Murphy she called Taylor and they spent 15-20 minutes just catching up what'd you have waffles what'd you guys do we did this and it was so sweet a part of me was hurt that she didn't call me because I used to be the person that she called, mm-hmm. but she called Taylor, and they did the whole catch-up. Yeah, but that is so super sweet Isn't by itself. Sweet? It doesn't, yeah. And she hung yeah. up, and I literally looked at my phone waiting, <laughs> waiting for her to call me, and she did not. You think that's a girl thing, too? Possibly. Because, I mean, my boys, whenever they've spent the night anywhere, I never get a call in the morning. Yeah. It's like you always have to call over there. Are they up yet? Can I come get whoever? That's good, too. And it, that's good in a different way. Yeah. But, um, you know, Taylor has always been able to be there for her. And it's true for both of them. It works both ways in ways that we can't. Yeah. yeah. Sibling thing is. is it, it also, is I, wanna, I get a text every so often that says, hey, dad, is mom around? <laughs> Trying to catch up with Jody any way they can. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So the Academy Awards were last night, and no matter what happened, because we're going to take you there coming up, big winners and performances, no matter what happened, this one will always be remembered for the big flub and big awkward moment at the end where the best picture was wrongly announced. All of the cast of La La Land gets on the stage and starts accepting, and then while the producer is talking, he realizes, wait, we didn't really win this. And Damien Chazelle, we're standing on your shoulders. We lost, by the way, but, you know. Guys, guys, I'm sorry. No, there's a mistake. mistake. Moonlight, you got one best picture. Moonlight won. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. 
And, uh, this is not a joke. Moonlight is one best picture. Watching that live was, was the whole thing was confusing, but I was wondering whether there were stagehands running behind right. the, the cast of La La Land after the announcement, and then the, the first person you see is Emma Stone, kind of, she's, she's going, oh my God. See, Wait, wrong envelope was given. I was watching her because I loved her dress, and I was, and she was back there while they were accepting for her film. She was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, oh my God. She was, she ended up holding her envelope the whole time or something like that. It was a big envelope mistake backstage and the Pricewaterhouse people were freaking yeah. out and flipping out as soon as they realized, oh no, because this has never happened and it's mass confusion. And yeah. by the way, the broadcast is about to end. Um, they Jimmy Kimmel handled, handled it like funny. However, they say he was freaking out. He was, I mean, he realized, yeah. oh no, this is chaos. Warren Beatty steps back up to the mic to explain. Warren, what did you do? I want to tell you what happened. <laughs> I opened the envelope and it said, Emma Stone, La La Land. That's why I took such a long look at Faye and at you. I wasn't trying to be funny. <laughs> Yeah, and at the moment of suspense, well, he thought funny, War, War was trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. But Dude, when, when and, Warren Beatty stepped back up to the mic, I thought I was about to get worse. Yeah, yeah. me too. And sadly, Sam, I was kind of thinking what you were yeah, thinking. Yeah, it's, it's like, like oh, it's, it's just, Warren Beatty. It was Warren Beatty. Did he mess it up? But it wasn't. What does it that was, even mean? They were all given the wrong envelope. I don't know. I just thought that maybe Warren was confused. Warren. But it wasn't. You know, Jody, I, I could equate this with Harrison Ford. They're a bit aloof. Oh, oh, oh got it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that. Okay. You say Harrison Ford, I understand. But he was given the wrong envelope. First time in yeah. Academy Award history. Wow. They're so embarrassed. I mean, journalists had stuff written as soon as they announced it. You know, yeah. it was just, ma- there's going to be a whole film made about this because that's what they'll do to dissect it in Hollywood this morning. Uh, and the Moonlight cast said that that was hard for them too because they didn't want to come up and take it away from La La Land right then and there. Right. But they did. A lot of mutual admiration between yeah. those two films and the makers of those films. Okay. So coming up next, um, an extra Hollywood outsider the actual winners all overall in the fun from last night's academy awards yes moonlight actually did win best picture after la la land was wrongly announced although la la land was still a big winner of the night Mm -hmm. overall if you're counting statues um but let's talk about some of those winners i've watched the academy awards for years yeah and I almost always, I, it, I don't re- ever remember it starting with a song. With Dustin? Justin Timberlake opened the whole show. It was so funky fun. Like he just walked in from yeah. outside and it was the cameras following him. That was a more casual fun entrance. When they uh, talked to Opening. him out on the red carpet, it, the, they had dropped the hint that he was going to open the show. But I thought that meant after the monologue. Me too. Yeah. And you know, and I think that's what I like most about the whole show is it wasn't overproduced. It had a good feel to it mm-hmm. to me. You it know was, I mean, I know it was yeah. long, but it still had a good feel. It was more casual because of Jimmy Kimmel hosting it because he was Ooh. he was casual in his same way. He dropped candy from the ceiling with little parachutes <laughs> yeah. to everybody. And that was really, really fun. Casual, of course, until the wrong envelope was given to Warren Beatty that's, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> that's and that's going to be talked about forever, forever. at the Academy Awards and joked about. Look for that. And he was freaking out. He handled it fine. That's, that's probably one of the most difficult um, situations for a host to ever handle. And he did handle it fine. Let's talk about some big winners from the night. I was so upset. Look, I, I know that Kat, Casey Affleck deserved his Oscar mm-hmm. for uh, Manchester by the Sea, but... I just want to sometimes hear Denzel Washington. Yeah, me speak. too. I was waiting for Denzel to be on stage. <laughs> um, 
I kind of I watched both of those this weekend. Right, both of those movies. Both those movies, and I just didn't understand why Casey Affleck would have beat Denzel. Really? Yeah, Denzel well, should have had that. You one. didn't have a ballot in no, your hand. Sure didn't. He did. He was involved in one of the skits with Jimmy Kimmel when the uh, tourists came into the theater there. Denzel, would you be the best man at their wedding? Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I now pronounce you husband and wife. (laughs) He also said earlier on the red carpet of, you know, giving credit to the writers. He said, um, if it ain't on the page, it ain't on the stage. Like, yes, that's what I was looking for. And he and his wife are going back and forth uh, on the red carpet. It was so cute. Yeah. Uh, Viola Davis won Best Supporting Actress for her work in Fences. I didn't realize she didn't have an Oscar. She's so celebrated and so good. I didn't realize yeah. she didn't already mm-hmm. have one. So those are some, some of your big winners. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outside around 7.55. How in the world did that big flub at the end with Best Picture happen in the first place? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. I got music news on the way next. How Mariah almost caught on fire the other day. <laughs> Sam's got music news. I tell you, we are lucky Mariah Carey is still alive today. Why? She was uh, almost caught up in a fire while she was shooting a video for her new song, I Don't. I didn't hear about this. She, um, If you've watched the video, there's a scene in there where she's burning a wedding dress, supposedly uh, the dress mm-hmm. James Packard gave her, yeah. uh, and she's walking around the fire. Apparently, the fire was licking at her. The dress that she was wearing. She was she's wearing a red dress, burning up the wedding dress, and apparently the fire got kind of close to her dress and almost caught on Such fire. Boy, they, did. they didn't have somebody with a fire extinguisher nearby. Or I'm, I mean, sh- I'm sure they did. I mean, this could be Mariah embellishing too. You're lucky I'm still here. You know, I, shut I, up and listen. No, yeah. you know what, <laughs> Mariah. I think she's that, so. I, She's a character of herself these days. I know she that is. she's a character of herself, but I think the media exaggerates it too. I think the media has jumped into it since New Year's Eve. I don't think it's all Mariah. I'm, I'm still going to be the Mariah defender. I'm just. Oh no, I you. love her voice. I just you know, I would like to see her just be more normal sometimes and yeah. not so diva. Yeah, that and word then, and like everything in the last six months, it's like she's got these dresses on that. Forgot to put the top yeah, on. Yeah, it. it's like, what I happened, know. Mariah? What's up with this? And and your problem with this is what? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm trying to figure okay. out. Look me in the face. Uh, Megan Trainer's got a new song out. You know, hey. Megan. Megan's been out of the game for a little while because of a vocal cord injury. Had right. to cancel a lot of tour dates. She's going to have a, a speaking part in the upcoming Smurfs movie, The Lost Village. And so she also donated a song to the movie. It's called "I'm a Lady." I talk with a mouthful, uh-huh, but I couldn't be sweeter. <laughs> So fun. She is fun. Yeah, sounds Love like a fun uh, Megan Trainer song, doesn't it? Yeah, I like it. All right, this is the one. I'm not. I'm just like. I don't know how they're going to pull this off. Uh, but of course, you're familiar with Florida Georgia Line, their song "Cruise" when they redid it with Nelly. Yeah. Good luck getting that that out of your head today. Now, man, I loved it when that song was out there. It was everywhere. This summer, they're embarking on the Smooth Tour, Florida Georgia Line, and Nelly co-headlining. So, I guess they're going to take turns. Somebody opening up for somebody else. Wow, I think that'll be fun. June second in Austin, and so you're guaranteed to get this song every night. That's a party. Yeah, that's a party. Thank you, Sam. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. Our favorite thing, no matter what, is to hear from you. So coming up next, your email answered in the producer's mailbag. What do we have, David? Well, someone thinks Sam is sexy. All right. 
got more Oscar fun coming up. Anything you missed last night, we're going to cover for you here, and we're going to do uh, some extra special stuff that you'll get exclusively on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast after the show. So subscribe to that. A little more dish on last night. Um, our favorite thing, though, is to hear from you anytime. You can reach out, 877-310-4675. Call or text us or log on to Facebook. The Producers Mailbag. David, what do you have today? Well, we're going to get to why Catherine thinks Sam is sexy in a second. Mm. But first... Sam's thinking, well, it's obvious, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Edge of his seat look over at the there. camera. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we got this message from Becky who says, love the show. Thank I you. especially love the podcast so I can listen on days when I don't have to get up early. Nice. And Thanks, I never Becky. have to miss a thing. P.S. Glad Piggy Gaga is okay. Can you keep the updates coming? Okay. Oh, you, Becky, let me tell you this. Every day when I get home and I visit my happy dogs and they're like... Ah, Mom is home. You know, really one of the happiest moments of the day. I always check the yard where they're outside in this sweet little area and she's got her little area. She's always asleep. So I always have that moment of let me check, let me check, let me check. And she's doing fine. Yeah, it's like a great mystery moment. And then she shakes her backside. So you think her body's going to separate. She's wagging her tail so hard. Mm. She's she's doing good. one-eyed wonder pug who just keeps on going after life-threatening emergency vet visits every time. So she's going to outlive everybody, I think. (laughs) And Catherine says, hey, guys, just wanted to let you know that I bring you guys along for my five-mile walk every day. Oh, Catherine, I'm jealous. Good for you. (laughs) Keep it up, sweeties. And Sam, you sound sexy. So just be you. Okay. Nice. Oh, Sam, I think you're blushing. Five mile walk, huh? I could use one of those. Yeah, me too. In fact, I'm feeling kind of guilty because we just kind of carved up a Reese's peanut butter egg in here a minute ago. You know, it's just, it doesn't mean you can't still go for a walk. It's not all or nothing, right? Well, yeah. I suppose pretty much true. is. <laughs> that takes right. away from my peanut butter, peanut butter egg eating time. All right, Becky and Catherine, thanks for reaching Thank out. Thank you, Catherine. Reach out anytime on our Facebook page or murphysamandjody.com. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Biggest awkward moment in Oscar history happened, right? Was you were we were all falling asleep, but yeah, uh, Moonlight was best picture, even though La La Land was announced, and the whole cast of La La Land was up on stage thanking people. It was so awkward. Damien Chazelle, we're standing on your shoulders. We lost, by the way, but you know, guys, guys, I'm sorry. No, there's a, this, there's a mistake. Moonlight, you got in best picture. So glad that that mistake was figured out and corrected before the broadcast ended, or we would all be telling a different story and how unfair that would have been to Moonlight. And the fact that everybody was so professional about it, too. They were. I'll tell you this, reading all the 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 behind-the-scenes stuff and watching it, the cast of Moonlight has been very gracious, and they didn't want to take it away from La La Land after being told it was yours. And then La La Land, they're like, oh... We are so sorry this happened. Please, please, please. They were, they, that's why they exited the right. stage as they quickly as they did. They were gracious to each other. Um, and you know, Price Waterhouse admitted a couple of hours later, hey, look, this was an accounting screw-up. We gave the wrong envelopes to Warren Beatty. And, you know, it's just Price so many people got embarrassed by that. They've been handling the Academy Awards for 80 years or yeah. something like yeah. that. Like, yeah. And now they have to investigate mm-hmm. Do you think it'll envelope, be 81 years? The envelope yeah, that, situation. That's going to be a tough staff meeting. By the way, a couple of the tweets that I thought were funny. The Miss Universe pageant <laughs> tweeted last night. Yeah. Have your people call our people. We know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Jimmy Kimmel said, I blame, personally, I blame blame Steve Harvey for this. Remember when he said that? Yeah. Kimmel was great last night. Um, Let's take you to some other winners, though. Moonlight is Best Picture. Uh, Best Actor, Casey Affleck for Man.
Manchester by the Sea. We expected that. Emma Stone won for La La Land. We mm-hmm. expected that. Uh, Viola Davis. I didn't realize she had not won before, but she did win Best Supporting Actress for her work in Fences. The stories of the people who dreamed big and never saw those dreams to fruition. People who fell in love and lost. She said those are the stories she wants to mm-hmm. tell. She's so great. And she's kind of, to me, like if she's in the category, you're not winning. Yeah. I didn't realize if she you're against awesome her. She did an awesome job in, in Fences. Yeah, she's crazy good. And Zootopia won for Best Animated Feature, and it beat out Moana. Mm. I was a little bit of uh, upset at my house about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider, just after 8 this morning, can we celebrate some of the music winners, John Legend's performance, and how did Jimmy Kimmel do on Hollywood's Biggest Night? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Bring it. So, uh, Monday didn't get off to a great start for producer David. Apparently, his information has been compromised. One of his credit card numbers has been compromised. (laughs) His information has been compromised. Make fun. Mr. Formal Talker over here, Murphy, because he does talk formally. I heard. It was stolen. It was stolen. That's easier to... Yeah. He's talking like he works for the government. I know. Yeah, I'm not trying to be. Just be careful. Mr. Safety. He didn't do anything, though, that was not careful. No, he didn't. And and so, you know, I mean, he's still trying to figure out, in case you missed that this morning, you can go listen online at murphysamandjody.com or download the podcast. You make fun of how Murphy talks with the the formalities, and I hear it, too. Believe me. We live it. I've had to... I used to have to explain stuff to the kids that he had just said. Yeah. Because he talks kind of formally. But I I heard you yesterday, or the other day, Sam... Uh Say, I felt like you were that Murphy was rubbing off on you because you said you asked a question. Does somebody have that skill set? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, Sam just said skill set. That is such a Murphyism. Well, you know, Jody, you always said and this is one of my favorite things about you. You've always said be true to yourself because that's what you that's are. True. And so you, you know, I I used to be self conscious about using words that were bigger than necessary for the situation. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, last week he used the word matrix. Remember I know, that? In an email. And it was nothing about the movies either. <laughs> the first time he ever did it to me was years ago. Years ago. When you asked me if something was innocuous. And I was like, I think, but I'll get back well, to you. Let me you. get back let to me you look on it that up. One. <laughs> Truly, at the end of the day, our girls will have a bigger vocabulary because of this, because of you. Yeah. And it's nice. Well, look, and you know that every, that's one of those things that sticks out about me. You're not the first person to say that about me. People know me for using words Where like do you that. think that comes from? I have no No idea. one else in your family does that. You didn't know. get that from anyone. That is it's just 100% you. It, that's not any different from the guy that we know that uses cliches for everything, and he's one of the yeah. funniest people we know, and we love him. <laughs> You know, he was the one that said, you know, when he wants to try something new, it's not, let's just experiment and see how it goes. It's always, let's feed it to Mikey and see, see if, he if he likes, likes it, it. <laughs> which is the old Life Serial reference. I love that kind of stuff. So, you see, that defines him as a character. Yeah. Maybe the words do same for me. I don't know. I don't know. It's one of your best skill sets. <laughs> I like it a lot. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Academy Awards last night. Biggest flub and awkward moment of all time at the Academy Awards. Somebody will make a joke about it next year when the best picture is announced. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We'll explain that one coming up at 8.30, how it happened that La La Land was announced when Moonlight was actually the best picture. Let's celebrate some of the music from last night. John Legend did a, a little, I don't know what you call it, mashup. Medley. Medley of the two La La Land songs. And can he just sing anything? Live. 
That's yeah. Aud- audition and City of Stars. City of Stars and audition. City of Stars did win. Yeah. For the Time night. This piano. <laughs> it, was it was beautiful. So great, and he's no stranger to that right. Academy Award stage as far as music goes. And of course, he was part of the cast of the movie. Yeah. Well, um, he was he was great in it. Um, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake not only performed his song, but he opened the show with it and made it feel like a party. A lot of dancing. You notice he went down in the uh, on the in floor the and he was dancing pit. with his, his wife, wife. Jeff, Jessica. I was telling Phoebe, I think there's Jessica Beale, that's his wife. She's like, oh, okay. And I, rem- I really thought Jimmy Kimmel was going to say something about having to follow Justin. Yeah. But he didn't. Jimmy Kimmel was so relaxed and casual. Even if he was, his heart was fluttering inside, we didn't know. He seemed so himself. Yeah. Uh, going after Mel Gibson right away. I've been getting a lot of advice. People have been telling me it's time to bring everyone together. You need to say something to unite us. And let's just get something straight off the top. I'm not, I can't do that. That's not, there's only one Braveheart in this room, and he's not going to unite us either. Okay? <laughs> His feud with Matt Damon went on all night, and mm-hmm. it was really a lot of fun, too. But I want to say, I don't know how ABC feels about it or the Academy, but he handled the big flub, and and he tried to make it lighter. Warren, what did you do? I want to tell you what happened. Yeah, Warren, yeah. what did you do? He I made another joke, too, while the whole awkward, it was all going on. Right. Like, Moonlight actually won. When those moments were happening, Jimmy Kimmel was like, uh, I, I blame Steve Harvey for this. <laughs> you know, so he, I say kudos for handling a yeah. that, horribly yeah. awkward well, situation. And he even, he even took the blame at the end, which of course really wasn't the case. You know, I mean, it was, Warren Beatty was handed the wrong envelope. Yeah, he did but take Jimmy the blame. Jimmy said, hey, this right. is my fault. Yeah, cool for him to do that. So coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30, right around the corner, actually, how that flub actually happened. How did he have the wrong envelope in the first place? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, another surprise that happened. Somebody in this room's identity got stolen over the weekend. And it's almost like we're having our own Oscars party this morning. So more from the last night's uh, big festivities, in case you missed all three-plus hours. Uh, and anything that you missed that we recap this morning, you can also catch on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Before we get back to that, Producer David, I heard you telling Sam something that happened this weekend, and I am so sorry to hear it. Did what you happened? get identity thieved? <laughs> Thief. Like, what, what happened? Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. No, that okay. happened to Producer Emily years ago. You know that? Former Producer uh, Emily. Well, don't, don't, it's not a producer problem. Like, it's not. <laughs> They're out for all of us. Uh-huh. It's never happened to me, so I need to learn. From... Well, this, this is the first time it's happened to me, too. So okay. I, I was so unprepared. Like, I know this happens. It's life. But, like, I never. Once it actually happens to you, it's like. It's a pain, wh- wh- right? Where do you go? Like, what do I do? And I, I just found out this morning. I, you know, I was checking my bank app. Just, you know, I do it every now and then to see how I'm doing with money. Nice. Okay. And I noticed there was a lot of money that I didn't realize I'd spent. And I'm like, that's weird. So I click on it. Part A. Look at my transactions. Right. And I'm like, well, someone's been using my card in a city not here. Like okay. somewhere, Whoa. yeah, Whoa. like 200 miles away. Okay. I'm like, awesome. Someone had a really fun weekend. So if I'm you looking, had not checked your bank app, you wouldn't have known? No. I mean, I do. I check that all the time. But I mean, huh. now I'm... 
it's very convenient. So, I never were, check. Were they doing the stealth things? Because a lot of times now when this happens, they don't spend a lot of money because they don't want to be flagged. They it, spend it on things like fuel uh-huh. and dinners. And- I must say they went, well, the the, the smallest amount that they spent was $1.50 on a Coke. The most expensive was $86 at Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And then it was $15 to park here, $25 to park yes, there. that's stealth. They went eat at some seafood place for $65. They went to a market for $24. And they had a good weekend. Nice. Overall, they racked up over $375. Whoa! Uh, David's and, look, and I guess it could be worse. So, did you cancel your card this yes. morning? Oh, good, good, immediately. Good. Like Sam was the first one to ask. He's like, "What's wrong?" Because I ran out the studio this morning. And I got here. <laughs> I mean, I'm I, sorry. I'm not was, laughing. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> it's settled now. Like the card's been canceled and everything, and I'm gonna get my money credited back to me as they investigate. Yes, right. Good, good. Do you, how, is there any way to ever know how it got stole? Like how they got your info? I have no idea, man. That's, that's what I hate because okay. Sam was telling me about when it happened to him. Uh, didn't you say you're getting gas or something? Yeah, I had gas, and then 20 minutes later, there were charges popping up everywhere. That's what I'm wondering if that's might have been the same case for me. Uh oh. Okay, so you know what? Lesson here: check your bank app. Don't buy gas. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam's the food dude. It's a sad day today, Jody. We're gonna have Why? to say goodbye to Taco Bell's naked chicken chalupa. Oh, that was fast. I know. <laughs> Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Biggest oops in Oscar history, and it was awkward, and like I don't even want to watch it again. However, I'm so glad that they were able to correct it before the broadcast was over. La La Land was mistakenly announced as best picture by Warren Beatty. The whole cast comes up and and starts thanking their lucky stars and everybody, and then it's announced, oh wait, it was supposed to be Moonlight. Damien Chazelle, we're standing on your shoulders. We lost, by the way, but, you know. Guys, guys, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, there's a mistake. mistake. Moonlight, you got one best picture. Moonlight won. So, PricewaterhouseCooper, the accounting firm that tallies the Oscars, Mm -hmm. released an apologetic statement. They don't know why or how he was given. Presenters were given the wrong envelope, the wrong category. It was immediately corrected, and they're currently investigating how this could have happened. Mm -hmm. Hey, by the way, in the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast today, there's one rule that if they hadn't changed this in 1940, this may never have happened in the first place. Oh, Oh, Murphy's on it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Sam, do you eat tomato soup? Um, sometimes. Campbell's. Like, it doesn't have to be that brand, but that's the kind we grew up eating or whatever. So that's the kind I bring home. Pop open the can, make that funny noise as it goes into the pot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you add the water. But my mom ate a lot of tomato soup when she was pregnant with me, is what I've told, what I've been told. And that used to be the running gag. That's why your hair is so red. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. When I was a kid. Wait, now, how, we've been married for 18 years. I've <clears throat> never heard that story. I don't know. The longer we're married, maybe you don't hear me anymore. Okay. That's a joke, babe. I don't know if I've ever told you. I never thought to tell you that. Yeah, you haven't told me that story. Anyway, I've always liked it. My mom always ate tomato soup. You don't think to introduce these things to your kids if it's not a part of your regular shopping. Mm -hmm. So recently, we've always had soup, but I never served them that. Campbell's tomato soup. So I made it for them, and they are in love with it. Really? Taylor especially wants it creamy, so I add cream at the end for her. But I've kind of graduated. I love tomato soup, but I'm in the tomato tomato basil range now. You know what I mean? That's oh. a more today well, see, version. I'm just you saying. You could add basil to yeah. that one. Fancy man. Yeah, Mr. Fancy Man. The Campbell soup's not good enough yeah. for him anymore. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. The Voice is back on NBC tonight, and we've got a special musical treat from all the coaches. Cool. Awesome. 
Thank you for starting your day with us. Uh, and anything that you missed this morning, you can always go catch up on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Mm. And today, uh, in the exclusive after the show, we're going to go deeper into the Oscars. Jody's take on a few things that's coming up. Got a little treat for you. The uh, Voice is back on NBC tonight. Yes. Uh, season 12 of The Voice. Oh my gosh. Love Alicia Keys on this panel. And now yeah, Gwen Stefani's back. Alicia, Gwen, and Blake, and Adam are on it. And they, they put together a little, you know, every year they do a song. I love it. Group song together. Well, they got one uh, they did for uh, Waterfalls, a TLC song. It's a little slowed mm-hmm. down, oh, but it, it sounds awesome. A lonely mother gazing out of the window, staring at a sun that she just can't touch. That's Gwen. Man, man. If at any time he's in a jam, she'll be by his side. But he doesn't realize he hurts her so much. Alicia. Man. Uh, yes. Here we go. But all the praying just ain't Sweet voice of Adam. Can't seem to keep himself out of trouble. Here we go. So he goes out and he makes his money the best way he knows how. That's cool. Another body line. Blake sounds good. Yo, Blake, that's awesome. Yeah. To me. Don't go chasing waterfalls. That's fun, man. Yeah. No matter what singer yeah. they launch, they're the stars of that show. Yeah. You can uh, watch it. Kicks off tonight. You can go check out the video if you want it. MurphySamAndJody.com.